<laughs> Welcome to Gunner Trash episode 310. Possession. Kind of. <laughs> My name is Eric. And I'm known as Jason. We're wearing hats. <laughs> we, we're wearing hats indoors. Yep. We're rebels. Well, it's considered to be an ungentlemanly trait to wear yes. hats indoors. Yes. But I figure no one else is here but us. Sure. This nope. is your place. Right. You're wearing a hat. Uh-huh. I, you know, I'm wearing a hat. Right. Uh, we're not gentlemen. We're not. Well, we usually are. We are not here. Uh, in public, we are. Yeah. We try to be. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we're not meant to be gentlemen here. No, exactly. No. This is the Gutter Trash headquarters. Right, we can wear hats indoors. Yep. <laughs> we're like the two live crew of podcasting. As nasty as we want to be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so how's it going? It's going okay. Yeah. How's it going with you? Pretty well. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. See, you, you just want to get right into yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so we watched a movie called Possession. Oh. Which, sorry. uh, for, for the listener, if you're curious, because there are Apparently, like, 743 movies called Possession. <laughs> right. Uh, this is the one from 1981 starring Sam Neill. Uh, that is a German movie? It's in English. Yeah. But, but it's, uh, the location is German. Everybody in it is German. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, there might be a very good reason you've never heard of it. <laughs> Can I preface this with a little yes. like background? Yes, yes. Um, I think we might have talked about this last episode. I think so too. But um, yeah, go ahead. We, we were at Genghis Khan in Cleveland, and uh, I was tabling, sharing a table with my friend Joe from Cincinnati. Sure. And uh, and I'm always terrible at picking movies. Like like I seriously have a stack of future comic picks at the house that's taller than I am. Right. And then I'm like I could just do that forever, but. I am so bad about picking movies that I usually ask someone for advice. I'm like, hey, what's a, what's a movie I should have seen or, right. you know, be interesting to talk about? And so we were, I was hanging out with my friend Joe and I think you were like walking around to a Mexican grocery or something. Maybe. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. And I was like, so Joe, I was like, what's a good movie that I, sh-, you know, something I have maybe haven't seen right. that maybe deserves a little attention or, uh, you know, like a missed classic or whatever. Sure. Can I say, interject one oh, thing yeah, here? Yeah. I, I believe, at least what you originally told me, and, and maybe you even mentioned it last week, uh, I believe you said something within the last couple of years. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I did. I said okay. something within the last couple of years because I figured that'd be easier for us to find. Sure. You know? Um, and he said, he's like, well, I don't know if he maybe like didn't hear the last couple of years thing, right. or maybe he was just like, well, you know, you know, I, I understand that you, or, you know, right, right, one in the last couple of years, but have you seen the movie from 1981 called Possession? Sure. And I was like, no, I've, I've never heard of it. He's like, yeah, it's got Sam Neill in it. It's called Possession. He's like, I don't want to tell you too much about it. He's like, but you should really watch it. It's, it's really good. Right. And I was like, I was like, well, I don't know Joe too well. Sure. I've had maybe like, you know, a couple dozen interactions with him over the years. He lives in Cincinnati, but. He works at a record store, and and I think he has, I would dare say, impeccable taste as far as comics and music goes. Okay. And I was like, I've never heard a recommendation from him as far as movies go, so 
based on his tastes and the other things, well, where could you go wrong? Yeah, right? because like we have a real similar taste in like comics sure, and right. music. So I was like, okay, fucking a, Joe. <laughs> right, possession it is. Yeah, and then we started watching it. Well, uh, let's go ahead and add my own uh, story to this as well. Oh, okay. Uh, you you told me because uh, usually we keep what we're gonna pick a secret from each other from right. each other until uh, until you. Uh, the listener hears it, uh, but but occasionally we'll we'll have to div- divulge to each other what we're doing, uh, just to see if it's available. Even yeah, like it, if I didn't have access to right. it, or and possession was gonna be one of those movies. Yeah, it's a kind of a an obscure older movie, right? And it's it's not gonna be at the uh, the video store for sure. And I'm pretty sure Netflix didn't have it. Uh, but uh, when it comes to horror movies from the eighties. We, we've got an in. We've got an in, and uh, and and yeah, this this was described to me as a horror movie from 1981. You said it was kind of horror, yeah, but I figured kind of horror is close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, we we contacted our pal Matt Brassfield, uh, figuring well, he'll at least point us in the right direction of where we could find a copy. Yeah. Turns out he owns a copy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and, and, uh, when he responded, he said he's never, never actually seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I thought, well, man, it'd be awesome. You know, we haven't had Matt Brassfield on in quite a while. We, we like the Matt Brassfield. We do on occasion. Yeah. And, uh, I thought, well, you know, that'd be perfect. It's a movie he hasn't seen before. He owns a copy of it. Let's have him on and let's watch this movie. Uh, but then, then the downfall happened. Well, the first part. Huh? The, the, the first f- part of the downfall. Uh, in that, uh, Matt Brassfield owns so many goddamn movies. <laughs> <laughs> that they are spread around in uh, three different buildings. Yes. Not just, like, three locations, like, I got some in my office, I got some in my bedroom, right. I got some in the living room. Right. No, three separate... Like, his dwelling... Like yeah, the the place uh, where he lives, uh, his parents' house, and a friend of his house. Right, because like, there's that many. It's not like you know, oh, I've got some extras, so I'm gonna put them in my parents' house. It's like right, okay, yeah. well now the parents' house is full. Exactly. <laughs> Got to call one of my buddies. Yep. Uh, so among those three places, he could not find it. Uh, and then, uh, the three of us could not get, uh, our schedules to, to work around each other. Yeah, apparently we're busy dudes. I guess so. I, yeah. I honestly don't feel like I've done much of anything. <laughs> uh, but, but you and he apparently always with the plans. Always with the plans, yes. Uh, and we were even going to cancel drawing night to try to accommodate That's him. That's how willing we were. Though. Yeah. We don't, we don't really do that that no. often. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but then he couldn't do it. And he was like, well, next time. And I was like, well, we always do this on Sundays. He's like, oh, but I always do the radio show Sundays. I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yep. Maybe so, Thursday. So we did not have Matt Brassfield, and we also did not have access to this movie. So I had to get this via some... Some, some back alley means? Some back alley means, yeah. yes. Uh... And, uh, not worth the effort. Any of this. Right? Right? <laughs> Everything that we just built up to, to right this moment. Yeah. Not worth it. Nope. 
so much not worth it. We evil earned the shit out of this movie. And if you don't know what that means, years ago, there was a podcast where we had to review an evil earned comic book. Yep. Which, now that I think about it, was also recommended to me by a friend. <laughs> and uh, Stop listening to your friends. <laughs> it was a three-issue comic, and I think I was in the middle of the second issue, and I was like, this is so hard to read and so terrible, and I just... Like, I was having to read panels over and over, and I just gave up, and I was like, fuck it, I am not going to finish this book. And unfortunately, I didn't I didn't tell you. No. Nope. And I let you go ahead and read the whole thing. Uh-huh. Because you're an asshole. <laughs> and so what we mean by this is, we, after an hour, you, yeah. you look to see how much time was left on the movie. Uh-huh. And it was another hour. Yep. And we looked at each other, and we, and we both were like, we cannot do this. Nope. Because uh, at that point, I thought, well, surely... There's maybe like 20 minutes left in this movie. We can, we can, because we have on. been here already for like seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what it seems like. Like we had a meal, we took naps. Uh, yeah. I did some drawings. Did we, some drawings. We, we texted people. Right. Uh, but only an hour had passed. Only an hour. <laughs> yes. Somehow. <laughs> that, yeah. It is possibly the worst movie i've ever seen at least in the running for the top three worst movies i've ever seen it's i just you know i still wouldn't even put this in my top 10 worst movies really yeah yeah because i mean no it it might very well be the worst movie i've ever seen really yeah i mean it's not good i mean it probably cracks top 25 worst (laughs) movies i've ever seen you've seen more movies than that that's true yeah uh <clears throat> but it is maybe in my top five most boring movies I've ever seen. Well, that's a huge part of why it's so yeah. terrible. <laughs> uh, so at least Heinrich is in there. Heinrich, yes. Heinrich, yeah. Uh, German Anthony Hopkins, you mean? <laughs> Gay German Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Kind of with like a little Hunter S. Thompson mixed in, maybe. A little bit, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, this movie, apparently, at least uh, the first hour of it, uh, is about a perfectly normal breakup. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody going through uh, all the motions the that you would normally stages, go right. through uh, when you break up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's Sam Neill and, and uh, some woman. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Uh, well, the character's name is Anna. Yeah. Uh, his name is Mark. Uh, and uh, she's leaving him. And, uh, he is, uh, takes it perfectly fine as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he, he freaks out and, uh, rocks way too hard in a rocking chair. Oh, yeah. And that is dangerous. And he slaps her around and he cuts himself. And sure. Gets into a, uh, a, a fist fight with Heinrich. Yep. Uh, uh, apparently goes insane in a, uh, in a hotel room for three weeks. Right. Uh, <laughs> And forgets how to speak at one point. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, one day he decides to clean himself up a little bit and uh, return to uh, to his home. Uh, still maybe trying to to figure out a way to patch things up with his with uh, his wife. Uh, to find that she's basically abandoned their son in the apartment for for God knows how long. Yeah, at least the three weeks he was in the hotel, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, she does kind of randomly show up, and, uh, she is, uh, kind of batshit crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's crazy. Uh, and, and he also is, uh, not in the no. best state of mind as no. well. No. <laughs> yeah, there's no likable character. No. Except for Heinrich. Heinrich, yeah. <laughs> and Heinrich's mom. And Heinrich's, Heinrich maneuvers. <laughs> he, he does a lot of weird dancing. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of strange, uh. Posing. Yeah. 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 yeah a lot of hand gestures. And yeah. yeah. He's, he's got a lot of. He's also very, very, uh, handsy. <laughs> he's, he's very handsy, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, this movie made me feel uncomfortable a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, that, that was one of the more uncomfortable moments. And not out of, like, any kind of homophobic kind of thing. It was yeah. just, you know, uh, it was like, just off-putting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this movie is, it's full of boring, off-putting, <laughs> And just uncomfortable, unenjoyable moments. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like, I'm okay with a movie that, uh, you know, its purpose is to make you feel bad. See, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Of that. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but you know, I mean. Like Todd Salon's movies. Or right, or, uh, God, what's the, the French guy? Um, Fellini. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, man, what was the movie he did? Uh, Irreversible? Uh, uh, I don't think I've ever seen any of his movies. Okay. Uh, cause that is a movie that is wholly designed to just make you feel awful. Right. Just from, from like, you know, the plot of it to like even the sound design and the camera work. It is just designed to, to make you sick. Right. Uh, and, and it succeeds. But, you know, at least it's set times gripping and well acted. And, like, there's at least a couple of characters you can latch on to. Right. And it's also never dull as shit. Yeah. Which this movie is. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And I honestly, like, admittedly, we're kind of dumb. Sure. But I think I think both of us appreciate some things that are artsier and oh, yeah. more highbrow. I would think so. And... And I mean, I give a lot of crap about it, but you know, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but this movie was just fucking terrible. Oh yeah, super pretentious. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm trying to think here. You know, would this have been better if I could have understood even a third of the dialogue that well, was spoken some, some by anyone? Yeah, some, there's like a lot of loud things happening while people were talking. Right. Like. Electric steak knives, and right? Meat grinders, yeah. And then they're yelling, so like it's not like they're it's like enunciating, right? Yeah. yeah, they're not yelling clearly. It's like kind of just garbled sob yelling. yelling. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of sob yelling in this movie. <laughs> you know, I did wonder too. At one point, I was like, I wonder if this would be better if it was in black and white, but uh-huh. it might have just made it seem even more, more artsy. Pretentious, right? But it, like, it might have looked cooler in black. And Maybe, white. yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the old architecture and just people in like. You know, yeah. boring clothes. Early 80s, uh, German architecture. Yeah, yeah, right. Lots of shots of the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like, like occasionally there would be like something slightly amusing or. The, the creature was kind of cool looking. Kinda? Kinda. Kinda. It kind of reminded me of like a David Lynch or Clive Barker right. creature. Like, oh yeah, there's a creature in this movie. Yeah. Because it's actually a horror movie. Yeah. At times, I guess. <laughs> it's it's not all just a divorce drama about 
crazy unlikable people yelling at each other. Right. It it has a monster. But the monster is just kind of like it, it's David Lynchian and, and the fact that they just kind of walk into a room and this monster is just like smeared under this bed. Basically, right. it's just it looks like something from like the thing. It's yeah. just like tentacly and tentacly and gurgly, and it's just laying there in the bed. Yeah, no. So it's not like it's running around. Or right. There's doing, no real form to it or anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's apparently murdery, I guess. There's some blood, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there was something else I was gonna say. And I totally forgot. Mm, Sam Neill has terrible teeth. Uh, I never he noticed, does, that, he does. I never noticed yeah. that before. Uh, well, we've never enjoyed so many close-up shots of his teeth right? in, in yeah. his other movies that he we've looks seen. He so young. I guess there was, this is like 30 well, years ago or something, 35 years ago. Yeah, pretty much. So, it's crazy. 1981, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I would have recognized him. I Like, maybe after he talked a while, but it's not even like... See, that's the thing. Like, even his voice, I think he was maybe putting on a German accent. Yeah. Right, which which didn't help with his voice, uh, but uh, I thought he looked the same, just younger here. Really? Okay. Uh, I don't know if I would have recognized him. His, I mean, you know, he's just kind of a okay looking guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a yeah, he's a handsome feller. I don't even care if his teeth are messed up. Right. Like I just never noticed it before. Right, yeah. Like I didn't mean to disparage his his dental no, work. But again, as I said, we have never seen like in Jurassic Park, there were never just lingering shots of his teeth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because. Steven Spielberg at least knows how to move a plot along. Right. right. <laughs> and it's like, oh hey, here's gosh. my monster movie. Let's actually see some monsters. And maybe have some fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's fucking awful. Yep. Uh, Sorry, Joe. Like I do appreciate Joe uh like 'cause I you know, I, I would be interested to talk to Joe about this and be like, Hey, so do you really like this or are you just like playing a really funny prank? <laughs> maybe he's a prankster. Could be. Um, cause I, yeah, I think he's got really good taste usually, but man, right. I do not feel this one. No. Um, yeah, I, so bad. Yeah. But like, you know, and then, uh, one of the other slightly more enjoyable parts was to me, uh, I don't think it was supposed to be that way because it was just ridiculous. Uh, but the world's worst detective uh, oh, is following yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the lady character. It was kind of Inspector Clouseau a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was slightly amusing right. for the two minutes that that happened. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, there's also uh, another woman that shows up that is played by the same actress who plays the wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's a, a different character, apparently. And the husband actually thinks it is his wife when he first sees her. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm sure that's a big metaphor. Sure, right for something. And because uh, again, really artsy, right. super artsy, super artsy. And uh, had we not stopped this movie, maybe we would have figured out what the hell that deal with that was. But <laughs> that's not going to happen. No. And and for the new listener, we, this is episode 310. Right. We may have stopped one other movie ever. Uh, one movie for sure. Uh, it was a Twister, and not the Helen Hunt. Not the Helen no. Hunt. Jan de Bont. Uh, uh, spectacle. Yeah. No. That one's great. Yeah. We would never stop that. One. I wouldn't stop that. I don't even think that's a good movie, but I would not stop <laughs> it because at least it has fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the other twister, uh, yeah, go listen to that episode. We bailed on that one too. 
Uh, man, yeah, this was just yeah. It was a slog so, to make it an hour into it. Was oh a slog. my god! It yeah. felt like watching three hours of another bad movie. Seriously, it did. Yeah. Uh, like, like seriously, I I kept checking the time because like I don't remember when we started it, and like I looked at the the clock and I was just like, oh, what? How long has this been going on? This has got to be almost over now, right? Yeah, right. I was like, you came over at six. Like, surely we started it right then. But yeah. No, we didn't. We no. went out. We went and got some pizza. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I did read the Wikipedia uh, page for this movie. Any fun facts? Uh, well, I don't know about facts, <laughs> but I did read about the rest of the plot. Okay. Uh, just So to, what did we miss? Uh, basically, what we missed is that the uh, the creature... Uh, well, uh, the, the wife apparently moves back into the apartment, uh, with, with the husband, with Sam Neill. Okay. Uh, but she's just increasingly crazy. And apparently she recounts a story about how she had a miscarriage, uh, during one of his away trips for whatever job it was that he had, like something shady. Uh, right. uh, and then that, that basically sort of, uh, changed her entirely. Uh, but then this creature apparently, uh, is, uh, something that she is kind of putting together, uh, via dead body parts, hmm. I guess, and, uh, somehow bringing it to life by fucking it. Uh, and eventually when it's fully formed, it looks just like Sam Neill. Huh. Okay. And then what? Uh, and then, yep. And that's it? <laughs> Wow. Or huh. something like that. I even the plot outline on Wikipedia was boring as fuck. Right. Yeah. Wow. Like cuz I mean that doesn't sound terribly boring. Like everything sounds, about this movie sounds like it might be an okay movie. Yeah. Right? And then and you actually sit down and watch it, it right? right? But then even like I said, well, cuz we 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 stopped it at the Howard mark. And I was like, you know, we were kind of debating whether we should keep going. And then we, we both decided, let's take a bathroom break and, you know, think about this, you know. And uh, while you were in the bathroom, I started reading the Wikipedia. And, like, you came back and I was like, even the Wikipedia is fucking long and boring. <laughs> uh, and then we, I think the gauge that we used was that... If we were alone, at what point would we have stopped this movie? Yeah, I think we both said about a half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, like a half hour into the movie. Yeah, which felt like four hours into right? the movie. Yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> so yeah, let's see if there's any fun facts about this movie. Anyway. I, are you familiar with the the director at all? Not a bit. Uh, foreign director. I know that much. Uh, Andres Zolowski. Uh. And the actress is Isabel Ajani. Hmm. Uh, it's got a, it's got a nice looking poster. Oh yeah, it does have a. I, you know, I have seen that poster. Yeah. Maybe even at uh, Game Swap, our local. Possible. I've seen. I definitely have seen that poster before. Uh, let's see. There's the plot. <laughs> Hopefully, the, the listener didn't plot. watch this movie in order to prepare for this. Seriously, episode. if you we did, apologize. Uh, yeah, seriously, I'm sorry. More or if plots. you did, hopefully you accidentally rented the wrong possession. Right. Since there's several sure. films named that. Yeah. Uh, Heinrich uh, dies in a bathroom. Uh, oh, that's too bad. 
Then his mother kills himself. Herself? Uh, or, yeah. yeah. She kills herself. She had a weird little walker, like a two-wheeled uh, cane. That's kind of interesting. And then uh, something about the uh, the sun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the yeah the 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 lady double girl like comes into the apartment and uh, uh, she is apparently about to be killed by uh, evil creature Mark. Okay. Uh, just as the movie ends. Huh. Uh, yeah. That's awful. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. It was filmed uh, in Berlin. The director stated he wrote the screenplay in the midst of a messy divorce. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, special effects artist Carlo Rambaldi assisted in creating the tentacle creature. Good for him. Yeah. Viewers have found it difficult to properly classify it as drama, horror, or suspense. <laughs> or what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I did not find any difficulty in uh, classifying it as a shitty movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Film was uh, very controversial when it was first released and heavily edited for distribution in the U.S. After initial limited theatrical release in the United Kingdom, Possession was banned as one of the notorious video nasties. Maybe we should uh, rent the three-hour director's cut sometime. Oh, this was the director's cut. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, this was the uncut version. Uh, gradually developed a minor cult status amongst uh, art house aficionados. Yeah, those artsy dudes. Artsy motherfuckers. Currently holds an 80% rating at Rotten Tomatoes. What? <laughs> No longer trust Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, nope. Uh, the New York Times wrote, Possession is a veritable carnival of nosebleeds. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Whatever that means. I'm not arguing with that one. <laughs> it, I felt like it gave me a figurative nosebleed. Yep. Uh, possession at times recalls Roman Polanski's Repulsion. Uh, only because Miss Johnny is required to slice up as many male victims as Catherine Deneuve did in earlier far better films. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just, just bad. Yep. Uh, Isabella Johnny won an award for Best Actress at the Cannes Film Festival for Possession. Really? Yep. It's possible we're just dumb and don't get it, but no. I, I really feel like this is just terrible. I... You know, normally I would agree with you, but I think we're right on this one. Yeah. This is not a good movie. No. And uh, so only watching half of it, we still managed to crank out a rough <laughs> first segment here. Right, yeah. That's that's how terrible it is. That's how much we could bitch about it. Yeah, we apologize <laughs> if you did watch this. I really feel bad if I caused anyone to have to watch this movie. <laughs> Other than you, I mean, right? You know, like, yeah, I, I still feel a little bad. Sure, but. sure. Hey, you didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, you know, I figured Matt Brassfield owned a copy. Surely he would yeah. be more aware of. Like he wouldn't have bought a copy of this if it was uh, <laughs> right. Because this is definitely not the type of movie that I would imagine Matt Brassfield would enjoy. I don't. I don't think he would. Yeah. 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 He's. I mean, you know, I wouldn't say he's the most discerning movie, Not movie all, watcher. No. He likes some crap. Oh, he likes some absolute shit. But I, at least the crap he likes is entertaining. Sure. Right. And this is not. Or it can be. Yeah. Like in the proper setting. Yeah. This is just dull and pretentious. Yeah. 
super artsy fartsy just insane camera work and things for no reason no reason at all it's just yeah it's just bad uh, I did text Matt Brasfield and said, this movie blows shit charts. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Possession, 1981, Sam Neill. Go go buy it. Go. Highly recommended. The uncut director's edition on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Man. Uh, want to take a break? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Once had a friend all of us twisted. So yeah, <laughs> still wearing a hat. Still, yeah, still, yeah. still sporting the hat. You, me, yeah, yeah. oh yep. yeah, yeah. It, it's you know, like I'm not even cold in here. It's just, right. it's just extra comfy it when you wear a comfy. little hat. Yeah, we're wearing little beanies. Yeah, I mean, um, usually, like I'm, I'm the type of guy that uh, gets very warm very easily. Yeah, me too. Uh, but, but I'm, 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 yeah, I'm comfortable. It's, it's snuggly. Yeah, it's like snuggle against our little noggins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we needed some sort of comfort to get us through Seriously. the previous couple hours. We uh, we did uh, after 
stopping the movie, we decided on a palate cleanser. I'm glad we did. Yeah, me too. That that put me in a much better yeah. mood. We yeah. watched we watched an episode of Rick and Morty. Yep, which is always amazing. Seriously, <laughs> one of the, one of the best cartoons I think. Absolutely. At least at least out there right now. Oh yeah, yep. I agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's December now. It is. It's exciting. I guess. This is the season of snow. I guess. Yeah. It, it has a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Not, not terribly much, but, mm. but it, uh, there, there has been noticeable snow. Yeah. It's kind of pretty. Not a fan. You're, you're not a fan. That's right. You don't yeah. like driving in the snow. I do not. Because you, you have a long commute. Yep. I have like a two minute commute. Yes, you do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, luckily it has not snowed to like impact anything, but, uh, it, that, just the little that we've seen, just it, it means uh, it's coming. It's a little foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Having to, uh, recently, actually yesterday and this morning, uh, we've had, uh, it's been very foggy. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's been freezing fog. Mm hmm. Uh, which, uh, last night when I left your house and, uh, this morning when I went out to go get some breakfast, I had to sit in my car for like 20 minutes to yeah. just defrost just, the window. Yeah, right. I mean, it wasn't just frost, it was like ice. Yeah. Like fog ice. <laughs> it's like a good setting for a horror movie. It is, yeah. Not 1981 Germany for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet they could have made a really good horror movie. Sure. 81 sure. in Germany. Yeah. Height of the Cold War. I'm sure somebody did. Oh, it yeah. Just, it just wasn't this, wasn't this guy. This guy. Yeah, yeah. this guy's name was. Man, yeah. But you never know. No, you, you just don't. you just don't know. Nope. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the, I guess Christmas is weeks away. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Just uh, not excited at all. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Yeah. I work in retail and our our Christmas season isn't crazy because it's not like at a mall or anything. Right, so, yeah. But it's it's brisk. We get a lot of business, so I'm kind of excited to see that. Yeah, I just uh, yeah I can't afford to buy anybody anything, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of a bummer. And yeah. uh, like I already know, I'm not getting anything, so you know. Well, most of your friends are, you know, not children anymore. So well, that you know, shouldn't like, really care too much about presents. No, but like my parents or right, my brothers, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually try to get them something, but I'm really not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, yeah. It happens. I mean, with my friends, like you and Joe or whatever, you know, fuck you guys, I can just draw you a picture yeah, and call it good. I know. like your pictures. Right? Uh, but hey, you know, at least I don't have a, a lady to, uh, to have to purchase mm-hmm. anything for and for her to be incredibly disappointed <laughs> about everything that I bought her. Oh, well, last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Happens. Yeah. So you uh, watch anything decent recently? Uh, I actually i I rewatched American Beauty. I hadn't seen it in like ten years. I've never seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I really like that movie. Like, like I remember when I first saw it, it kind of like just kind of took me back because I didn't really expect much from it. Right. And then uh, I was like, wow, this is great. And then I just hadn't seen it in forever. And then uh, I watched it recently. And it, was, it was just about as good as I remembered. That so, was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. Uh, other than that, oh, I watched the video dead. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> uh, it was fun. Yeah. It, it wasn't an amazing movie, but it was, it was dumb fun. Yeah. That, I would definitely put also in my top 12, uh, top 25 worst movies ever. Really? Yeah. But oh my gosh. it's fun. Yeah. It can be. I've like, definitely seen more than 25 movies that were worse than that. Right. Well, to be fair, when I watched it, I had to pay attention and like really dissect uh, it. See. And figure stuff out about it. Right. I was like eating barbecue chips with three of my friends while I watched it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like, and doing sketches. Right. And then I had to listen to the commentary to maybe see if there was any oh, kind of director Lord. or writer insight right? into the creation of that film. Oh, Lord, yeah. That's not so awesome. Like, I watched it for research, basically. Yeah. Which can kind of color how you maybe view right. a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if we would have liked The Possession more if, if we would have just been watching it not for the podcast. No. Yeah, I don't think no. so. We would have watched less of it, I'm sure. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah and like like we said, there would have been no debate yeah, about right. when we stopped it. Yeah, yeah, because we strongly considered, for you, the listener, right, yeah. trudging through, like, <laughs> no, 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 fuck this. We are going to watch this. Our listeners depending on us. This is We're firemen in a burning building. We have to go up those stairs. Yep. But ultimately, we let it burn, yep. and we walked out and had a hot dog on the corner. <laughs> Sorry, listener. You're better off. In it was that. a good hot dog, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was lots of mustard. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's all I've watched. You? Uh, I've watched a lot of television programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not so many movies. I, I don't think I mentioned it, but I did watch one movie called uh, It Follows. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I would put on par with Possession. Really? That's yeah, good. But it's also like maybe a third the length of it, so it was tolerable. Uh, uh, also, I was drunk off my ass. Right, that helps too. Yes. That definitely helps. Uh, but I do not recommend it follows unless you're drunk and with other people. Hmm. Uh, and they're drunk too. Uh, but yeah, watched, uh, finally watched, uh, the Wet Hot American Summer, uh, first oh, day of camp Netflix cool. series. Yeah. Which was kind of amazing. I'll have to see that sometime. I, I really enjoyed the movie. Then you would absolutely love mm-hmm. the, the, the show. Okay, yeah. cool. Cause it has, it has everybody from the movie. <laughs> right. Comes back. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, it actually made me want to watch the movie again just to, uh, cause it's a prequel to the, <laughs> to the movie. <laughs> uh, so it like made me want to like, Try to remember, you know, like okay, so where were these characters when I with in right. like the setting of the movie, as to opposed to where they are, like at the beginning of the show. Uh, that's that's pretty great that they okay. made a prequel with the same actors. Oh yeah, twenty years later, twenty years later, yeah, who were already like twenty years <laughs> older than the characters they were playing or, originally. The first movie, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see what else I watch. Uh, I think I've talked about this on the show before. Uh, the Nick. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I've. I know I've told you personally. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever mentioned it on the show, but I've been kind of felt uh, behind on the Nick, so uh, I watched a couple of episodes this weekend to catch up. Uh, it's a Steven Soderbergh uh, show on Cinemax, where he directs every episode, uh, and it takes place in like 1900, 
uh, in a hospital in New York. It's primarily just about all the horrific ways that hospitals uh, operated back then uh, because they just, you know, don't have the the technology right. or anything. But at the same time, you know, they're they're science scientists, so, so they are trying to yeah. better humanity in a way, but they're just they have so many barbaric <laughs> ways about going about it. It's like a dark comedy, right? It's occasionally funny at okay. times, but it is mostly not a comedy. Okay. Uh, the best way I can describe it is when we've talked about the Dollop podcast, mm-hmm. about how it's pretty much about America's fucked up history. Right. It's like a visual version of that, but serious. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, but there is one fun part about it, and it's a little game that I like to play called Spot That Comedian. Hmm. <laughs> Because almost every episode has at least one comedian in it. I like like a it's like a bit role, right. uh, and uh, and then like they're not funny roles; they're like playing totally straight, you know, serious parts. Uh, but like it is played by usually a fairly famous comedian. Like Todd Berry has been in it a couple times. Tom Papa has been in it. Um, and uh, John Hodgman has has uh, played a role. I really like John Hodgman. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in one of the more recent episodes, uh, Chris Elliott. Oh man, uh, showed up. I take it back, John Hodgman. I really like Chris Elliott. <laughs> you can like both. Not if Chris Elliott's one of the options. He, he trumps everything. <laughs> I will say this though: the the Chris Elliott's part. Uh, it's only because I recognized his voice. Oh, yeah? Because they never showed him. Really? Everything, like, his entire scene that they shot, they shot from, like, like the widest angle possible, and he, they were, were, like, as far away from huh. camera as possible. Interesting. Uh, he plays, like, a uh, a, uh, a doc, uh, like, supervisor, uh, like, managing the, the immigrants uh, on Ellis Island. Weird. And there's, like, a basically, like, a, been a lot of immigrants coming into the country, like, sick and you know spreading disease and so one of the hospital workers is like investigating this and he's basically just there he's like if you ever watch law and order and like they go and like interview somebody and they basically just spew out a lot of information yeah that's okay. basically what he does right. uh but, so some plot points right yeah but it's but it's chris elliott and i was like what the fuck i, I love chris elliott I actually watched The Abyss again recently, and he's in that. Oh, wow. It's one of his, like, serious roles. Right. Where he, it's, he's not funny at all. And it's right. just, like, every time I watch it, I I honestly just forget he's in it. And then whenever he appears, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then in the back of my mind, I'm still waiting for him to do something really surreal and outlandishly right, right. funny. And and he doesn't. It's just, like, a real straight yeah. role for him. He's had a couple of roles like that before. Like, mm-hmm. he was in uh, Manhunter. The uh, uh, the Hannibal Lecter, okay. Michael yeah. Mann movie with uh, what's his name, Brian Cox. Brian Cox, yeah. Hannibal Lecter, and uh, yeah, huh? He I didn't, just, I didn't that. he shows up. Uh, he's like one of the like investigators, like working on like the the Tooth Fairy case, right? Like he's like he maybe has a line in the entire That's thing, strange, isn't it? But yeah, like you know, yeah, you see Chris Elliott, you're just like. Cabin boy. Yeah. Get a life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, he's just there, like, you know, being serious and stuff. It, it's weird because, like, you know, I'm, I'd love to see him get any kind of work he can get because sure. he's underused, but it just seems weird that he would, you know, be in a film where they're not utilizing his comedic 
talents. I'm sure they paid him. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you pay me, I'll do pretty much anything that I normally don't do. Right. But it's just, it's just weird. It's like, oh, yeah, he's it's, so good at comedy. Right. It's like, why not? Why and, and like the people who, who know and love him know and love him. For his comedy. Right. Yeah. Not, not like, oh, it's that guy from the abyss. He is great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him on his bit role in The Nick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or Mindhunter. Yeah. He's Eagleheart. Yeah. Yeah. I've read some comics lately. I read, uh, I read uh, a bunch of comics, actually. I read the new Paper Girls, which was great. I read the uh, first issue of... Ooh, uh, ooh, wait. Oh, ooh. Oh. Paper Girls, that's uh, Brian K. Vaughn, right? Yeah. Brian K. Vaughn has a new webcomic. I heard about that from uh, the panel syndicate Yeah, thing. him and uh, Marcos Martin. Yeah. Called uh, The Barrier. Barrier, yeah. I haven't... I haven't paid for that one yet. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I bought the first one. Yeah. Uh, I paid two bucks for it. Did you check it out? I have not checked it out yet. Okay. Because yeah. the private eye, like, I'm not a digital comics reader. Right. And, uh, you, you hipped me to the private eye, I think, a long time ago. And I checked it out and it's awesome and I loved it. Yeah. And I was buying it and reading it digitally. Um, but I don't think I would have even done that had I known that they were going to do a print version later because I just like right. print about a million times more than reading digital. Sure. So I think I might just wait on the barrier because I, I'd imagine they're going to do a print version eventually. So. Yeah. Um, but you know, they wouldn't have been able to do a print version yeah, of the private see. eye had you not paid for the digital. I don't know though. The friends with Robert Kirkman, that guy's a billionaire. <laughs> he put it out. So, <laughs> um, I'll probably wait on Barry. <laughs> um, but yeah, those guys are both great. I love Brian Vaughn and Marcus Martin. They're both awesome. So yeah. Yeah, Paper Girls was good. Um, I read Unbeatable Squirrel Girl is really good. Oh yeah? I read the first issue of the new series and just picked up the second one. Yeah. And a couple other, a couple other things. I won't say the other ones because I think I'm going to pick them eventually for shows. But, sure. But they were good. <laughs> good? Yeah. Uh, the only comic I've read, other than what my next pick is going to be, is I read the final issue of Airboy. Oh, I haven't uh, read that one yet. Yeah. I read the first three. Yeah. Was it, did it end well? It ends well enough. Yeah. 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 Like, it, it definitely was not as strong as some of the previous issues. Yeah. Like, issue three, like, I read that, and, like, it just, like, it punched me, like, in the chest. Yeah. Like, like because, because ultimately, it's a comic about... I think we've talked about it before, but it's it's very very loosely semi autobiographical about uh, James Robinson, yeah, who's, who's written Starman and, and lots of Golden Age stuff for DC and Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, being asked to to revive another Golden Age character, and he's kind of fretting about it, and he and uh, his artist basically go on like a massive drug binge. <laughs> Throughout uh, San Francisco, and, uh, and then Airboy shows up in the middle of their uh, hotel room, and uh, then they somehow wind up in World War Two. With, with and in the setting of in Airboy. the setting of, of Airboy, yeah, right. Uh, and uh, uh, but ultimately, it's it's mostly a book about uh, failure mm-hmm. and what it means to be uh, not just a man, but but a human being. 
and and, and how to control your life as everything around you is spiraling out of control Mm -hmm. and how ultimately you will just fail at that for the most part Mm -hmm. uh which uh speaks to me on so many levels as my life is on a similar trajectory plus the art is great and the art is fucking amazing greg hinkle like i've never heard of him or seen his work before God damn it, he has a fan for life now. He's, he's really, really good. Yeah. He's I mean, got, he's got a cartoonish quality, but like an awesome line and just, oh, oh man. He's absolutely great. amazing. I will definitely look for whatever else he's working on outside mm. of that because, because yeah. he's great. Especially if he continues to draw Jim Robison's penis. Yeah. More his own <laughs> gigantic penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what I'm thinking of. I was thinking it was James Robison that had the gigantic penis. No, it was, it was him. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Why not? Right? <laughs> I think there's an issue of Veggie Dog Saturn where I draw my penis and I tried to draw it as small as I possibly could just because I was like, everybody that draws their own penis, I always wonder like if they're like trying to make it look bigger than it is. So I'm right. like, I was like, I'm going to GG Allen the shit out of my penis. <laughs> I mean, not that it is huge, but you know, sure, sure. It's pretty tiny. <clears throat> I would, uh,. First of all, I don't think I would ever find myself in a position to draw my own penis. Right. Uh, if I did, I would find any way to get out of that position. What if the listener commissioned you to do an uh, uh, actual size drawing of your flaccid penis? <laughs> it's for money. You mentioned earlier how you would do things you're not really into for money. Yeah, but you know what? I do have a no, no nudity... Uh, sexual, explicit, uh, anything, uh, clause <laughs> it's, on my it's commission speech. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be penetration. Doesn't matter. Okay. I, okay. I have a line. Okay. Like, I actually, oddly enough, talked about this with Matt Brassfield the other day. Right. Uh, cause he was telling me that, uh, at one point in time when, when he was kind of hurting for money and, and he's, he's allegedly a filmmaker at times. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, somebody, you know, at, at a certain point had contacted him about, uh, making a adult a, feature, a sexy movie mm-hmm. for, for her boyfriend. Like it was just like a private thing. Oh, okay. Uh, and he, he said he did it, but he said it was like the most uncomfortable he'd ever been in his life. And like, he just would never do it again. Oh, like he actually filmed them having sex with each other? No, no. Okay. It was, it was just her. Okay. Uh, well, that's said, less creepy, I guess. It's less creepy. And he did say that he's been contacted about doing, like, actual porn. Mm-hmm. And then he said no, you know, to it. And, and I'm with him on yeah, that. Yeah, right. just Good for him. You know. And, and I know, like, cause, cause we were also talking about, like, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying hard lately to, to sell artwork, you know, and like, like I know I'll never make it a living, but like if I can make it like a, at least a supplement, a, yeah, a supplement, exactly. Yeah, uh, you know that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I told him about how you know like one time I because I've got a whole bunch of the uh, blank sketch covers, yeah, uh, which which some of them have been donated by by you and then Joe and then whatever, and I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, uh, at first my, my approach was I'll just draw on them and then like put them on eBay. But then I decided it's probably better if, you know, people actually contact me about it and want something drawn Specific, on Specific, right? Yeah. yeah. But I've got a Harley Quinn blank cover and, and Harley Quinn is, is, uh. She's all the rage. She is, uh, uh, definitely all the rage at the moment. And so I was looking on eBay 
to see like what type of stuff was selling, you know, like like what would go for the most. And yeah, yeah, it yeah. was uh, cheesecakey. Not even cheesecake. Like I can handle cheesecake. Like yeah. I can't draw it well. And that's a thing that upsets me greatly because uh, another thing I talked about with Matt Brassfield is that, uh, you know, like, man, if I could draw cheesecakey stuff like an Art Adams or like, Frank Cho or Frank Cho or Adam Hughes or Terry Dotson, you know, that would be definitely like a thing that I would do, but I can't. I'm not as good. Mm. Uh,. But uh, what do you, what, what's the your? I said mm, I don't know. I think you're I think you're good at drawing cheesecakey stuff. I'm really not. I mean, nobody's a Frank Cho. No, but no. but you know, I I really don't think I am. And like, it also kind of does make me uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah, you know, like right. like when I draw lady superhero characters, I want to draw them looking badass, enigmatic, and powerful. Yeah, right. you know, like like. like Basically, I want to draw them like I would draw like any of the male superhero characters. Right. Yeah, I don't want to draw them with their asses sticking out or right. anything like that. And yeah. I enjoy cheesecake, you know. Yeah, like that's not an issue. It's just what I personally draw them. Right, what I prefer. Yeah. Uh, but no, like like I am talking, you know, like full penetration, like Batman fucking Harley Quinn. Oh, Joker really? Fucking Harley Quinn, Power Girl, fucking Harley Quinn. That's on eBay. Bilbo. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Jeez. And it's like, eh, that's, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That's gross. That is weird because it seems like the kind of people that would be really into Harley Quinn right now are mostly like, I mean, a lot of girls are into Harley Quinn, a lot of younger, oh, sure. younger girls. Absolutely. And I would have thought it would have been more like an empowering thing instead of like a watching her get fucked kind of a thing. Well, yes, but just because girls start getting into them doesn't stop the creepy fucking guys yeah, that's true. who are already into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, anyway. So, Eric does commissions. Even I do of, commissions. Even of his own penis. That's what we yep. decided. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Will you... Come by and help me take photo reference. <laughs> I would do that for you. Yes. Just to further your art career. Thank you. I never know other reason. I appreciate it. <laughs> or like I'll hold the mirror or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever you need. I mean, to an extent. Right, whatever right, you need. Yeah. So if you need like anything shaved or oiled, you might want to call Brassfield. <laughs> Because he has a little experience in that, well, sure. apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did not know that about him. I'm learning something new today. Yeah, and so is the five people we that listen to this. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, anything else going on, or should we pick a comic? Uh. I mean, other than personal stuff, which I don't think you or I are comfortable talking about. Well, okay, there's something I, I was gonna, I'll, I'll put out there. Okay. For, this, if no, if for no other reason, because like five of my friends listen to the show and I haven't, sure. haven't talked to them. Um, long time, uh, guest of the show. Indeed. Kathleen Coyle and I were, we co-host of a sister podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Super sexy podcast. Right. The super sexy podcast. Yes. Stupid sexy podcast. Stupid sexy. I, I call it Sick. super sexy. 
Oh, well, it's also that. Too. It is pretty super. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Kathleen and I broke up okay. after five years of dating, and it was... Uh, was it only five years? It was five years, I yeah. thought it was more like six or seven. Sixty-seven? Six or oh. seven. Oh. No, I think it was five. Okay. And, uh, but it was, like, the most amicable, like, friendly uh, breakup possibly in the history of the universe. I hope you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really feels that way. Yeah, and I hope you're right about that. <laughs> it feels that way. Right. I hope you're right about that. You mean as far as just your the future? state? Oh, no, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, you know, I love you to death. You're, you're, you're like my brother. Aw. Uh, I care about you. And then, you know, and uh, I still like and, and respect Kathleen, and I hope yeah. that she yeah. and I can still remain friends as well. Right. Uh, but you know, I also, I don't know if I can handle, uh, at least at this point in my life, uh, you having another nervous breakdown. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be years away. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause, cause when you had your nervous breakdown, I was doing slightly okay at the right, time. Yeah. And then now I'm down. I, I, I can't have <laughs> you, us both be. Right. It would just be, that would be, that would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we're, we're good. We're good. We actually had dinner together Thursday night. This, cause yeah, we broke up, uh, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're still, still friends. Still expect to see her once a week if all, you know, schedules align and whatnot. So. Right. So yeah. But, uh, yeah, just so the listener knows, you know, cause we've had her on here several times. You, yeah. You, you guys know her. Right, right. Yeah, she is, she has been uh, a guest and she has co-hosted in your absence a couple times. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and if, if you guys stay amicable enough, hopefully she'll be back, cause I always enjoy having oh, yeah. her on. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe someday, eventually, she and I will pick up our, our, our other podcast at some <laughs> right, point in right. time. That'd be cool. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been probably about a year. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. that is a while. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, so there's that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad your breakup went well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. I'm glad somebody's did. Because me and Sam Neill. <laughs> right? We're, we're not taking it well. Oh, my God. That movie's terrible. <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> I The more I think of it, I think Joe just has a wicked sense of humor. <laughs> and he was just fucking with me. I don't know. You know, you, you heard me read it. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. God, it blows my mind. Right? <laughs> and, like, that's 80% people who liked it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that is, yeah, yeah. Huh. That That is certified fresh. That is interesting. Yep. I wonder what it gets on uh, IMDb. Hold on. So what does certified fresh mean? Like, if it's above a certain percentage, it's certified fresh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's over, I don't know. I don't know why I would even try to guess that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, I'm gonna uh, look to see what it's rating is on uh, IMDB here real quick yeah I'm curious if anybody else has seen that movie and oh, you think absolutely. we're wrong absolutely. please comment if you think we're wrong and maybe we missed something or like we're just open want... to discourse right yeah like like this isn't even a thing like cause I mean, we've had a couple comments recently on the blog which thank you by the way guys yeah we appreciate, appreciate comments appreciate that uh, but, but, uh, a couple people, uh, stepping up to, to defend Dorfler. Oh, cool. And, and that's fine, you know, cause, cause, like, at the very least, I can say that is a beautiful looking book. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I cannot find anything about possession to slightly compliment. Right. 
Yeah. So IMDb. I like the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the name's not bad. You know who else does? The poster was kind of cool. The poster's kind of cool. Here's the uh, other poster for it. That's even better. Yeah. Uh, but you else, uh, who else likes the name Possession? Uh, the 500 other people who have made the same <laughs> name movie. Uh, IMDb, the average rating on it is 7.3 out of 10. That's crazy. That is above average. That is crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. Maybe it just really comes in its own in the, like, third act or something. Maybe? It is really, like... I can't imagine it. No. Cannot imagine. We don't give up on movies often, people. No. Uh, We've set through some shit. Oh, yeah. I think, like, with the advent of Netflix, there have been definitely an increase in uh, times where I've started a movie and said, nope. Yeah. Like, you know, 20 minutes in. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but that's just because there's so much more access to movies. Yeah. But otherwise, I, re- I usually power through a movie. Yeah, because you're like, eh, you never know. You know? Right. And, and, I mean, it's paid off occasionally. I remember one movie in specific that I watched, and for, like, the first 40 minutes, I was like, man, this movie sucks, this is boring, and then all of a sudden there's a turn, and the movie was fucking great. Oh, which one? Uh, it was called The Call. The call. Uh, it is like the only person that I can mention that is in that movie is the guy what was from True Blood. <laughs> I've never seen True Blood. Uh, yep, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I think he's now on a show called The Bastard Executioner. Oh, that's a cool uh, name. It is a cool name. Uh, but yeah, that movie turned out to be great, and I'm glad I sat through it, and you needed the 40 minutes of setup to get to that point. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, I really don't feel like that was coming with this movie. Yeah, no. Yeah, even if it was, even if it was, I don't think I was willing to sit for another five minutes of setup. Uh, yeah, this, Twister, and Spawn are, like, the main (laughs) movies I can think of that was like, Spawn. Fuck uh, this. Oh, (laughs) yeah, Spawn is so awful. I saw that in the theater, and I just really wanted to leave. Oh, that is the only time that I have ever walked out of a movie at the theater. Yeah. Spawn. Yep. Uh, Saw it for free, still wanted my money back. (laughs) You wanted your time back. I wanted my time back, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful. So... But well, yeah, uh, I got a comic that we can read. I hope it's a good one. I hope so too. <laughs> uh, it's a book that came out a couple years ago from Image Comics called Snapshot. Snapshot by Andy Diggle and Jock. Okay, cool. I like Jock. Yeah, Jock is pretty great. Not Jocks though. No, they're they're kind of terrible <laughs> in all aspects. Some sometimes. I've met, a, I've met a few that are cool. There's, there's a rare occasion. Yeah. There's exceptions. A broken clock is right twice a day. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Snapshot. Snapshot. Cool. That's uh, available, I'm sure, pretty much everywhere. Single issues, trade, digitally. I'm sure you can find it if you wanted to. Yeah. Because those guys are relatively popular. Yep. And image is, uh, you know, out it, there. It is. I would say it's uh, a mainstream publisher. Mm. Well, cool. Let's read a comic. All right. Can I go read it right now? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I got another better. I need to cleanse my brain of no, what we fine. just experienced. Yeah. You want to start reading it here? I don't know. Doodle or something. <laughs> okay. Watch right. another Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch another Rick and Morty. <laughs> well, cool. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. Well, we'll uh... Is Brassfield going to join us? I don't know. Yeah, we never know. Yeah. Uh... 
Uh, I don't think he would particularly like this comic, right? Because it was made in uh, post nineteen eighty five. Right yeah. <laughs> no, he does like some newer comics, but but uh, yeah, his the newer comics that he likes features uh, Elvira or werewolves, and uh, this has neither. <laughs> oh, well, then then he he would veto. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Possession, everyone. Possession. Avoid it. Yes. In all sense of the terms. Yes. Yeah. Don't get possessed. Yeah, right. Don't be possessive. Don't watch Possession. <laughs> all good advice. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.